when we choose to surround ourselves and invest ourselves in things that we naturally authentically enjoy we naturally light up but when we choose to fit ourselves in this box that someone says they want us to be in we're rigid we're tense we're uncomfy you're listening to the learning to love podcast where we teach you to live a happier healthier life and manifest your desires I was not consciously creating my life. And I I think that that is kind of like part of the matrix that you're talking about, of just like kind of being in the unconscious flow of the way that life was set up for you and like not really creating anything intentionally or just like not really having a, a large impact of what it is that you're creating. How did you go from the point of being unconscious to conscious? Like, how are you able to sit here and say... I had no idea what I was creating. Like, how can you say that with confidence? How do you know that? How did you get to that point? How can someone listening sit and decide for themselves whether or not they have been living their lives for other people versus themselves? Well, for me, it started out with realizing or learning that I do have the ability to create and just tapping into that potential i guess just just learning that it's even possible to like be starting out somewhere where you like really don't want to be and then like creating something that's just like so far beyond like where you are now and just the fact that like you can make change i think that just learning that and learning that anybody and this is the thing for me is it it comes down to the belief that i was able to create which is anybody can create anything that they want and I feel like if that's like the first time that you've ever heard that or thought about that it might be a little scary to think about and it definitely was for me because I was like really I don't I don't believe that I'm just a child you know <laughs> <laughs> just like I don't how am I supposed to create this life that I imagine like I have no idea where I would even start but it's just that idea of thinking like well what if it's true you know like what if I actually can create what if I actually can make a change in my life so that's kind of where it started for me But yeah, I think to clarify where I was at when I started to transition into that new belief of I can create, I can do what I want. It was really living in a place and in a life where it felt like all the way up until that point, I was not doing what was best for me. I was doing what was best for my parents, for my family, and just following like the unconscious path that had been laid out for me like the unspoken path because it's not like I had people say hey you need to go and do this in your life it was just like you kind of get a sense of what people expect and what people want from you whether that's in your family or just in the culture that you live in or people in general or social media and I was just kind of blindly following that path and just did not have any kind of clear direction and I didn't even know what I wanted or where I wanted to go. And so, yeah, just being in that place, it was really painful for me because, yeah, I mean, obviously we all have our own preferences and we all have our own desires and we all have our own authentic truth of like the kind of person we want to be and the kind of life that we want to be living. But sometimes it can be really hard to hear that, especially depending on the type of environment that you grew up in and the kind of people that you're surrounded with. So how has people-pleasing affected your life and how how have you been impacted by that and what what kind of pain have you experienced from that where where did you start out on your journey to like uh, self-awareness and just tapping into your own preferences yeah that's a great question 
I was reflecting on this the other day. I was thinking about how for a very large part of my life, I lived this reality of believing that I wanted to be a school teacher. And, you know, for the past five years and even beyond that, it's a dream that I've pursued. And it's one that I got myself to the point where I think contrary to you, I did go all the way through college. I did do my internship and I did get my degree. And that's something that I'm processing because I know that you are with me during that phase and chapter of my life where I acknowledge these really uncomfy feelings of not feeling like this is what I want to be giving my energy to. Now, like getting to this point where it doesn't feel true to me and I'm having to sit and question, well, what made it feel true at one point and why doesn't it feel true now? And also, I feel like this is not the most direct path to being in alignment with my authentic dreams and desires. And I feel like society and my family and people that I hold close to my heart, I've allowed them to really impact the way that I think about myself and the way that I think about my future and the way that I take action towards my future. Um, I think I learned this habit of people-pleasing from a really early age. I mean, I can pinpoint like an actual moment in my childhood that led me to start believing that it's better and safer and connection is more guaranteed when I drop my own preferences and desires and fully acknowledge and tune in to another person's and adopt that as my own. And that pattern and habit and core belief that was established has affected me all the way up until now. Can you talk more about like the kind of pain or like struggles that you experienced through just like following that path of the intention to kind of just like give society what they want, give your family what they want? Like what what kind of pain came up for you in that process? Yeah, yeah. Well, bringing myself back on the timeline of my internship. So first leading into my internship, I kind of already had this feeling that I don't feel all the way in. Like, there's a part of me that is telling me this isn't worth my energy. Like, this is not how I want to spend my energy and my time. But, you know, I had those conversations with my family and that did lead me to fully diving into my internship and being there. And I think you being my partner, you have been able to see the most how my energy has been affected and how my character has been affected. And I have noticed that when I am choosing to give my energy to something that I don't fully believe in and that I'm not fully invested in, I become very quickly drained. I become very quickly stressed. I have more aggression inside of me, like I am upset and angry to be spending so much time doing something different, especially now that I have this awareness of, of what I do like and what I am passionate about when I feel like this other thing is taking away from that. And I'm just using my valuable time in a way that is not how I want to be using it. There's resentment that builds up. There's anger that's built up. You do become quickly drained because the way that you are engaging your energy doesn't lighten you up. It doesn't energize you. And I think something that I've said for the longest time that I want is a career path and things to commit my energy to. 
that fuel me rather than drain me. And I think you have been able to witness that in this stage of my internship and then in the now stage of teaching. Yeah, that makes sense. I like the way that you said all of that. And I I think that just to kind of like simplify what you're saying, basically, the the pain of living a life that is not in alignment with what it is that you really want is like in itself just so uncomfortable to the point where like it does create a lot of stress and it drains you and it just sucks the life out of you basically yeah i mean i'm just thinking about the show that we watched when it talked about one person and then finally finding this person that they really connected with and enjoyed spending time with the words that they chose to describe that person was like you're beaming, you're glowing, like you're just radiating this energy. And I think that that can be related to our work too, or the ways that we spend our time and our energy when we choose to surround ourselves and invest ourselves in things that we naturally, authentically enjoy, things that are so true to our soul. We naturally light up, but when we choose to bend ourselves and mold ourselves and try to fit ourselves in this box that someone says they want us to be in, like, we're rigid, we're tense, we're uncomfy. And when we're uncomfy, like, think about what you're like when you don't have your physical needs met, when you haven't gotten enough sleep or you haven't, you know, had a meal in the past five hours. Like, are you your best self? Are you your kindest self? No, you're a very uncomfy version of yourself. Yeah, that's, I like what you said about just trying to, having people trying to fit you into a box, because I think that that really is what a lot of us experience growing up. I think it's rare to experience a setting where people in your environment are encouraging you to explore what you're interested in, rather than trying to guide you in a certain direction that may or may not be what you actually want right and so i i think that most of us probably can relate to just that idea and like i could definitely relate to that because that was the same thing for me you know Mm -hmm. like i i kind of grew up with that you know the unspoken pressure of just trying to fit into one certain box and yeah just really having like a very specific direction kind of be set for me and it never really occurred to me that I was never really fully given the opportunity to explore what I'm really interested in so yeah that that whole thing for me caused a lot of pain as well because same thing like what you said like it was just I'm constantly living on a daily basis with that feeling of I don't feel 100% into this Mm -hmm. you know and I, I I don't think that this is a good use of my time but it's just like if you were never taught what else to do, then how are you supposed to get out of that, you know? Sure. So. Well, I feel like we also need to dive in with your experience related to college because it almost seems like other people's opinions don't phase you. And I know that that's only true to a small extent. Like, I know that you care about what other people feel, but I also know when comparing you and I, we do swing to the polar ends of the spectrum. And I just feel like... I want to know, other people probably want to know, how do you take action? How do you choose to take those forward steps on the path that is true to you when there is other people's opinions and thoughts and feelings and preferences being projected onto you? How did you even take that step of choosing to say no to college? Yeah, I mean, for me, I I don't know if I did it in like the most ideal way. 
but I mean, for the way that I did it, it was, it was like very much of a pendulum swing from going from a person who just fully lived my life trying to, you know, make other people happy and just, you know, check off the boxes, you know, do the thing, do the school, get the job, mm -hmm. go to college, whatever. I'll, I'll do that because that's what everyone is doing, you know, like make my parents happy, whatever. Like that was all like my focus and it was very rare for me to be selfish and that blows yeah. my mind yeah because i don't know i feel like i've known you for a long time but realistically i've known you for about three years and within those three years that's I've, not you yeah. i never feel like i got to yeah see that person yeah because i mean the way that i decided to to deal with that is just by seeing like okay this this obviously doesn't work as far as like making me happy in my life. So I'm just gonna do the exact opposite. And so I just went straight for the opposite end of the, the pendulum, which is going straight from like people pleasing straight to, I don't care what anyone thinks. And I'm gonna just fully like do what I want and what's good for me. And so that, that kind of started in like late high school, like pretty much my senior year when I was around that time of graduating, but it didn't like fully turn into like the way that I was doing things until that moment when I decided that I didn't want to go to college. And I think that's why that that was kind of like simple for me to make that decision because I was kind of in that place of just like, you know, I don't care what other people think. It'll be fine. And so I just feel like I want to understand the difference in the way that we think. Okay. Because there's obviously people that take your approach, people that take my approach and people in between. Mm-hmm. But like, even when I have been able to acknowledge, well, that's just not working. I don't feel like I have that full 180 moment where I'm completely switching gears and ready to just dive into the action related to the other side of the pendulum. Mm -hmm. Well, that makes sense. Because yeah, for me, I'm like very much a problem solver. Mm. So as soon as I identify a problem, True. And that's the thing too, like, I think I'm, I'm so good at math. And I think that part of that is because it's just, you have a problem, let's find a solution. I just know that I've always been super, super good at solving problems, um, yeah, or just like persistent with solving problems. And so, yeah, for me, when that problem came up, it was recognizing that the problem was I wasn't doing anything that I genuinely wanted to be doing and then like pinpointing that that was a problem and then just immediately diving into you know I think what I want to do is just start being selfish and I kind of just like dipped into it at first but kind of as soon as I started to test that out I was like wow this feels really good like I like this I'm gonna try this out like a lot more and then it just kind of yeah shifted me <laughs> from that one end of the pendulum all the way to the other end yeah I just like transitioned really into that place of just yeah doing whatever I wanted to do regardless of what anyone else thought of it and it was yeah it took me a while to realize like the kind of pain that that actually brings into your life mm -hmm. um to start like making the transition back like in finding a middle ground but so yeah the kind of something that I've learned to do to kind of balance out that the pendulum of being selfish and paying attention to what you want and then caring about what other people want and how other people are going to feel as well okay so you you talked about 
being in that role of being a teacher and then just kind of feeling like, oh, I don't, I don't really know, like if I'm feeling super good about this, you know, I think the, when you are in balance with respecting what you want and also like acknowledging and keeping in mind what other people want for you, it's going to feel like a hell yes. <laughs> and I think that's a tool that we Definitely. use a lot. <laughs> and it's just like, if you don't feel like 100% like this is something that I want to be doing, then don't do it. And I love that. yeah, once you once you start doing that, it's really powerful because it, sure. it it really does like, I mean, obviously for you to really feel like 100% like there is something that you want to be doing, it means that like all parts within you acknowledge and accept everything that is involved in making that decision. And so it's like impossible to be in that place if you were like completely on the selfish side or completely on the people pleasing side because if you are on one end of the pendulum you're always going to feel a little bit unsure mm -hmm. about what it is that you're doing but if you can like really find that balance within you then it's going to feel like a hell yes so i feel like that's just one example of like a tool that we use today that kind of helps us mm -hmm. just become aware of where we're at and right well, I feel like the tool that you use is going to be dependent upon where you're at mm. because when I reflect on my journey in the very beginning, I was very much in a place of always operating in full people pleaser mode. And when you are people pleasing, that means that you are tuned in to how other people feel, what other people think and what their preferences are. And you're really not thinking about you, how you feel, what you think, or what your preferences are. And so the very first step for me to take was to try and find and learn about and collect the tools that helped me tune into myself and become aware of my feelings, my thoughts, and my preferences. And I felt like, I don't know how you would simplify this, maybe you could help me, but the tool that I leaned on was very much so setting the intention to figure that out, setting the intention to have a better relationship with me, where I felt like I understood me and everything that I am. And I feel like the best way for me to do that was to sit and have a conversation with you, someone that I'm very close with, just people in general, and say, hey, I've set the intention to explore me and to learn about me. And I'm trying to figure out you know what I like and what I want and I'm trying to include that in my relationships and not fully submerge myself into what I think you want and what you need so like the best example that I can give is like if we're going out to dinner and we're like what do we want to eat I've already set the tone and set the expectation I guess that I need to figure out myself and my preference and what I want to eat before I even hear yours because I already know if I hear what you want I'm going to say that I want that too, and I'm going to feel like I want that too. But like, I remember being in a phase of thinking about what I want for dinner and being like, I have no idea. I have no idea what I want. I don't even know how to access that information. But for me, it did just kind of take that space of getting uncomfy and being in the unknown of, I don't know, let me sit and let me think and see what comes up. And just kind of giving myself that space and asking you to help me give that space to myself, you know, including you in my path of growth and asking for your support, which you did so wonderfully. And I think from that kind of having this built in habit of giving myself to think and reflect on me and what I want and what I feel 
I mean, you even took things up above level and and would ask me what I want and what I need and how I feel and that would be a constant thing and that helped me grow too. So it was like first finding the tools to be able to do that and now that I have the awareness of that, now that I have the awareness of, well, I know what I want, I know what I feel, what I think and what I need, what I prefer, I am learning how to take the step of action and that has been really tough but the, the first step for me is just acceptance like for me to be able to take action and apply a tool that helps me put into action something that I want to create in my life. It's been hard sometimes for me to sit and acknowledge and accept, well, this is me. This is what I prefer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I like back to what you were saying about how, you know, everybody, depending on where you're at, is going to have different tools and different ways of doing things. Mm -hmm. And I, I think for me, when I think back to like how I consciously started taking that path, of focusing more on what I want for me I mean so you said for you it was like just talking to people that you're close with um mm -hmm. specifically me but just like talking to people you're close with and just trying to like express like what it is that you were wanting to do yeah <laughs> and just like setting the intention and making the intention really powerful and I like that and I, I think yeah for some people that'll work and for me the way that I ended up doing it when I started like really consciously like trying to focus on what it was that I wanted to create in my life it looks like um, sitting down and journaling yeah, and that. it was like creating actual lists of goals like I just literally wrote down I, I remember hearing and I don't I feel like I started listening to a bunch of different videos that kind of helped guide me onto like where to start for like how like what kind of prompts to like help inspire me it's the simplest way that I can put it as far as like where I started it was just like if if money were no object and if there were no limits to what it was that you can create what would your life look like and that's kind of the foundation for all of the journaling that I started doing that kind of led me to everything that I've done into my life up until that point. And so, mm -hmm. yeah, like I would just write down everything from the kind of life I wanted to be living, the kind of experiences I wanted to have, the kind of physical objects I wanted to be seeing and experiencing in my life, the kind of person I wanted to become, like just everything, the kind of people that I wanted in my life, you know? So yeah, that that was kind of what it looked like for me when I started diving into that awareness of what, what do I want? You know, what do I really want? What do I really feel like I want to create in my life? So well, I feel like when we first met, you were in this place of kind of just have done you you've just kind of completed that exploration with yourself and you were so like crystal clear about the kind of future that you wanted to experience and for me that was really a refreshing because the future that you described was very out of the box and I think some of it had to do with some unconscious needs for validation but also it was like you dreamt that up yourself you did not have someone else kind of allude to this future and and almost create the dream for you it was very much created by you even though other things had kind of influenced the dream and for me that was really exciting to hear because it was something that helped me feel more comfortable and safe to question my own desires and I feel like that's almost like another tool like just surrounding yourself with people that are on that same wavelength 
and that are kind of in that same mindset of wanting to just explore themselves and accept themselves and acknowledge what it is that they want to create and are like very much on that path. I feel like when you have that like-mindedness, you can just kind of vibe off of each other. And I feel like that's what we've been doing for a really long time. And it's helped us out a lot. I think it feels scary to feel alone and to just like have another person where we're like, we're in this together, even though like the outer world may think that we're like crazy for feeling and thinking this way and dreaming this way. Like we believe in each other. So finding people that really believe in you and support you and everything that you are, feelings, thoughts, desires, preferences, that's such a gift. And if you have that, like hold on to that and try your best to make that work. That's a good it's, point. It's yeah. a gift. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I spent a lot of my life without experiencing that. And yeah, just kind of when I started on that journey by myself, it was a little scary and difficult and yeah just eventually i would like meet people and like they would be in my life for short amounts of time like whether it was like through business or you know romantic partners or whatever that would like support me and believe in me and show me that you know whatever future i'm thinking is kind of possible but now just like yeah our relationship this has definitely been like the best thing for me as far as like really feeling like this kind of stuff is possible and just really feeling like we could really do this yeah so yeah having people that are like on the same page as you and willing to support your dreams that is like absolutely huge so yeah to kind of just like wrap things up and just summarize everything that we were just talking about so it's super common and normal for people to grow up with the pressure of a very specific direction in life and to be a very specific kind of way and to fit into a very specific box. And it's natural to not fit into that box. I love that. <laughs> because, yeah, we are all unique and we all have our own personality, you know, and there's there's not one box that you can fit every single person into. It's just like it's OK to to feel like you don't belong in that box and it's OK to explore, you know, what, what it is that you do want and where it is that you do belong. And the more you work towards that, the the more you will just start to feel, um, you know, you talked about like just feeling stressed and overwhelmed and just kind of this constant sense of uncertainty. You start to obviously feel like pressure being released and stress being released. I think it's super normal to to have to experiment and yeah. to have to like it's okay to not know by the time you graduate high school like what you want to do for the rest of your life. Maybe you do come right out of high school like knowing what it is that you're passionate about and maybe you did have those kind of opportunities to be able to figure that out right off the bat. Regardless of where anybody's at like it's good to just really set that intention. I think that's like a good piece of action that we could all take if we haven't already done that or I think it's just good to like regularly reflect and do that whether it's talking to a friend yeah. or journaling or writing something down but just like setting that intention to dive into discovering yourself and yeah. dive into figuring out what it is that you want and figuring out if what it is that you're doing in your life right now feels like something that you 100% authentically want to be doing and also it's okay if you don't feel 100% about something because it's not going to feel like that right away even if it is the thing that mm -hmm. you're super passionate about so yeah. just you know exploring and experimenting and giving yourself grace I think is going to be really yeah. good for everyone. They say the first step to change is awareness 
and from there, acceptance. So becoming aware of, in this case, you know, are you living your life for yourself? Are you living your life in a way that is true to you and your authenticity? Or are you living your life to try and fit into this box? And, and once you've been able to identify that, accept your truth. For me, it looked like accepting that, wow, this dream that I've dreamt for all my life is not actually my own dream, or maybe it was at one point, but now it's shifting into something else. And so I'm going to practice accepting that and pursuing that, or at least learning how to pursue that. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate you for being here and we'll see you on the next episode.